Welcome to Between a Talk and a Hard Place, a podcast for women bringing you down-to-earth conversation about the realities of our real-life experiences. I'm your host, Lisette McKenzie, author, mental health advocate, self-discovery and mindset transformation coach, and self-concept connoisseur. From situations to situationships, I'll be bringing discussions about the challenges women face from day to day, but don't talk about enough as we navigate this thing called life. All right, I see it's audio off, so let me go ahead and put my scarf on. I'm like, I don't have to, you know, put, you know, have to show nothing. I'm about to get bucket naked. Now, I can show y'all that if y'all want to see it, but I don't know if y'all about that. Like, <laughs> girl, please, I don't think I've worn a bra since last year, so I don't even care. Does it, does it make your boobs sag or none? You know what? I can't tell. <laughs> All right. All right, I am ready. Yeah, right. I don't know. I think the theme song is still going on, but hey, let's cut it <laughs> off. How has your Monday been? How has how did the week start out for everyone? Good. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kendra. You oh, okay. Okay. Today. I'm like, listen, we 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 both talking to say. I always wish I could meet somebody who could like talk at the same time I'm saying and like actually say the same exact words. So it sounds like a double echo. I always <laughs> want to meet people like that who think the same as I do. So if y'all could actually think the same as I do, holla at your girl. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty good. You know, I'm, I go to attend Clark Atlanta University. I am uh, graduating on May 15th at 3 p.m. But I had to pay to graduate. You know, and I had to pay a hefty uh, fee for that. And I'm like, gosh. I thought y'all want me out of here. What's wrong with y'all? But anyway, you know, hey, it's okay. You try to support black businesses. This is what they do. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, And and so, you know, my student loan, I got to start paying back on my student loans on November, but I'm going to be back in school. So I'm going to see if I get deferred again and stuff like that, unless I just meet it like a nice little sugar. No, not sugar. Splenda. Splenda. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want no no type of sugar. Only sugar I'm going to give him is some good conversation, (laughs) and I will uh, crack his toes for him, okay? Uh, But yeah, it's been pretty good. So I had class. I got to do a group project, which honestly, I think they need to ban group projects uh, once you make it to college because high school, okay, it's high school. But when you get to college, it should be no reason why we're doing group projects. The whole purpose of a group project is so you all can know how to work with each other, Um, I guess. I I don't know, Uh, like coworkers in a way, but I'm like, what if I just want to run a drug cartel? Like, this is not important. (laughs) That's how my week has been going. Thank you. How's your you gotta still know people? how to work the people. You gotta still know your people. Uh, okay. <laughs> Drug cartel running that teaches me a lot. Okay, I know. Okay, <laughs> catches more. You start out, out early. I get to work on time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you are too much. Well, congratulations. So, all right, let's get into it. Our guest today brings on the laugh, as you can see. And with March being Women's History Month or Women's Month or however you refer to it, as long as you put the woman in it, just try to take the time to celebrate our accomplishments and support our ventures and clap for us and talk to us, not about us, while we continue to make history. My guest today is Kendra Crump, and she is definitely history in the making. She has joined a growing list of Black female comedians, and I'm here for it. So, hey, Kendra. Hola, mami, como esta? We back on Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I used to be 
uh, how do you say 50? Corintha? I don't know. Uh, fluente. I used to be 50% fluent. Um, I don't. I think 50 percent fluente. I don't know. You know how black folks we just put an O or A. Put an O, yeah. But I used to be 50% fluent. But if you don't use it, you will lose it. And you know, you have to really stick with. You got to know somebody who actually speaks it. That way, you guys can communicate all the time. You know, yes. and stuff yes. like that. Did, we, did you guys ever learn any new languages besides English, sarcasm, and BS? Or that was about it. Uh, no, that's that's about it. That sums it up. I can't even speak slang correctly. So uh, okay. come 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 over here to the hood where I'm at. I'll teach you. <laughs> You got, you got, you got, you got to bring somebody with you as well, preferably a man. You know, if you want to join us after session's over. I don't know. <laughs> you are too much. So, what? Okay, so you said that you are graduating in May. Again, mm-hmm. congratulations. What courses? What course were you taking? What are you graduating in? So this, this is where I knew I, I really like. Can I use profanity on here or no? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, this is where I know I fucked up, okay? You know, because I, I literally be like from one uh, Door of the Explorer podcast to HBO, and I don't know when I can, like, turn on when I can turn off, you know? <laughs> this, this is when I knew I fucked up, right? So I get to school, and when I first got, I started off with a community college, and I was like, I, um, they asked me what I want to do, and really my goal was to be a child psychologist. Like, that was always the goal. Um and at the end, once I finished all of my psychology courses, they instead of them saying, Kendra, you're done, they said, no, you got some other classes you need to fill in. So how about you just find another major? I'm like, y'all can't be serious. What's wrong with y'all? Don't be <laughs> like this, okay? Anyway, so um, I actually did like uh, mass communications as the under type major in a way. And so I graduated from my with my associate's degree with uh, mass commu- uh, psychology with mass communication. So I said, okay, well, I possibly need to go back to school, but I wasn't aware that you can really just still get your. Uh, it's not really now, with, especially with mass communications, because my dream is to have my own television and radio show. So when I make it, you all are definitely welcome to come on. I'll have you. I don't know what city I'll be in, but I will have you in a nice hotel. But still bring your bed bug. Uh, spray because even these five-star hotels, Esmeralda and Maria be tripping, okay? You know that they are overworked and underpaid, all right? And they keep on claiming, oh, no English, no English. You speak, that's English. Oh, you speak, you know what you're doing, all right? So anyway, um, I, for myself, um, for myself, I, I told my, myself that that's like the goal, like, uh, have my own radio and television show, but in all honesty, the fact that media is definitely expanding to where it's at now it, as long as you, if you go viral on instagram you're good if you go viral on some type of social media platform then you know eventually you can work your way there but once i graduate with this mass communications degree um i will be possibly trying to go back to school um if not august definitely january or maybe i just have to really go when when god tells me to to go then that's when i'll go but uh, with that being said, I do want to get my doctorate 
um, in child psychology so you all can bring your children to me. And um, don't worry, I'm not going to harm them, I promise. Okay, I promise you all. Uh, but you can bring your kids to me and I want to open up my own center. Like I've always wanted to open up my own center. So you can call me Dr. Crump hyphen Taylor. The reason why it's going to be hyphen Taylor is because rapper the game, his last name is Taylor. <laughs> Jason Terrell Taylor, I know you listen to this podcast. Are you a fan? You need to respond back to my DM that I sent you on April 19, 2020 at 138 in the morning Eastern Standard Time, sir. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't with you. I can't. All right. So are you are you booking shows? Are you physical or are you just on social media? Because you are you're you have a pretty good following on social media and I was browsing through, I was, I was um, browsing through your page and you had me in stitches. I was like, oh my God, she's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you done stand up before? Have you, have you booked a show? As far as with booking shows, um, podcast this is this is like a show you know you go on different people's yeah. platform so i am booked and busy like i was supposed to have three podcasts today but one of them um sent me a message uh saying that you know they had some stuff going on to reschedule i'm like oh, okay no problem right. um and so like i said normally at least 10 uh podcasts i do a week you know oh. at least 10 it could be 20 you know sometimes i have five podcasts in one day so I always tell people, man, you know, God gives us all the same 24 hours in a day. So what are you doing with your 24 hours? Absolutely. You know, and so for me, every week, once a week, for at least two or three hours, I am DMing, I am emailing different people's platform to get on to. I uh, traveled to, to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina to go on a radio station to display my talent. Um, I'll be traveling to Houston in August. Um, to, you know, display my talent on their little radio thing. Well, not, not even a radio, like it's going to be like, well, I guess they, they want you inside of their home. And I'm like, bro, like, you don't want to do Zoom? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm 12 hours away from you people. But, you know, I look at it like this, man. This is what I always say, man. You look at the glass is half full versus half empty. Because even if I do not come on their program, I'll still be able to have a place to stay out there in Houston. I'll still explore Houston, you know, at its peak of summer, which is the same here in Atlanta, which is fine. I mean, I got dreads for a reason. I'm not allowing my hair to come out looking like Shaka Khan on crack. I don't want to talk that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I had to answer your question. I, you know what? Uh, I, I speak, speaking of speaking of crack, right? Speaking of crack, right? So. Shout, shout out, shout out to all of, 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 of the black folks out there who, who just only do crack and not meth. Because I'm like, bro, you know damn well you crack was supposed to be your your last resort. What you do a meth for your black? One black person said, Yeah, I did meth once upon a time. I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? Well, who, who, who didn't offer you the right drugs? I remember the first time I actually seen cocaine, man. Um, I remember the very first time I seen cocaine. I was in uh, in the hood on the east side, right? And I, I just this is how this is how it played out, okay? 
So let, let, let's rewind back to a few days prior or a couple weeks prior. There was this girl, and I'm doing much better by not saying names on other people's platform because I know y'all don't want to get sued, and I, they can't get none from me. I mean, I, I got I, I got these nice boobs. Y'all can have that. Have guys drooling over that if you want. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so what happened was, hit this girl up. Uh, we used to work together, and so every time I would hit her up, she would be like, hey, you know, who is this? And I'm like, bro, why you keep, you got a new phone number every time? Like, what's going on? And then she said, I said something about, you know, I wish I could be doing what you doing, because I know you out there making millions. I like to fake gas people up. That's what I do. So anyway, back to the story. Back to the story. She, uh, she's like, oh, you don't want to be doing what I'm doing. I'm like, what you doing out there? Selling drugs? Eloy's like, how'd you know? Wait, 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 stop. <laughs> drug dealer um you, you don't tell people what you're doing you know you, you just kind of yeah, keep that to yourself that right <laughs> you know that's what i always thought but apparently the ogs must have died from over overdose they in jail because they ain't teaching these people how to do stuff all right i can actually show y'all how to run a real drug cartel holla at your girl back to the store Okay, she told me she was on her birthday. Her birthday's actually her birthday is next is this week. I remember. I'm so good with dates, y'all. So her birthday is this week, right? Uh, and so I actually had um, hit her up, uh, said, "Hey, you know, what are you doing for your birthday?" She's like, "I'm at a restaurant. You can come." Cool. The day of, I said, "Hey, are you still gonna be at the restaurant tonight?" She's like, "No, I'll do it at my house. If you want to come by, of course I'll come by." I said, all right, show up at the house, right? Now we, we okay, we on the east side of Atlanta. Show up at the house. You can get all your drugs from the east side, okay? Man, I'm telling you, if you want to find a man, you know, that should be a drug too. Get it from the east side, back to the store. <laughs> Pull up at the east side somewhere. It's dark, it's pitch black outside. You know, it's pitch black. I start seeing some people who look a little crazy, right? I'm like, what's going on? So I park my car, I walk in the house, some more crazy looking people walking out, right? Like, like some zombies off the walking dead, right? in her living room like we're in walmart's uh loss prevention world if y'all never been in there that means you are doing good with your life but i have back to the store <laughs> so with that being said with that being said uh all of a sudden i'm sitting on this couch and you know her daughter's running back in and back and forth in, from the living room to i guess the bedroom and then she pulls out a big bag and i see some white stuff and i'm like i heard like everything was silent in those 30 seconds of me looking and then me staring around like you know how like black folks only us will we'll stare into something to space when yeah. we end up seeing uh <laughs> hearing a noise i was just staring right and i said i know that ain't what i think it is in my mind but i had to play it cool right i had to play it cool because i didn't want them to think that i wasn't from around here which of course i'm not but i want them to think i'm cool okay <laughs> so all of a sudden i just i just pictured like uh the the apd or who, whoever like everyone is just like 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 something out of out of out of a, a, a 90s boys in the hood film where they got the the helicopters swarming the house and they're telling them, like police get out i just imagine that happening right then i said a silent prayer i said god if everybody gets arrested let me not go to jail okay i want everybody else in that house to be arrested except me you know come on i'm not gonna look at me all right anyway i'd be i could be big bertha's bitch in a moment i don't have time for that okay i don't have 
have time for no no strain, no no community cooter, no jail cooter. Okay, I don't have time for that. Even though it should be clean because they're in jail and they don't have STDs, right? <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Uh she 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 you know starts chopping it up. It's like a whole like cooking class for for cocaine, chopping it up. <laughs> All that good stuff, right? But she said, hey, kid, you want me to fix you a plate? I said, oh, okay. So anyway, we go in the, in, in the kitchen because it was a cookout, right? And again, like I said, I always thought nobody listened to the notorious uh, B.I.G.'s um, uh, 10 Crack Commandments. He said, don't trap out where you where you live. Basically, or not in those words, but in those words, you have a bando for a reason, people, uh-huh. okay? Like, what's up What's up with these new age drug dealers who have their weed in the same house as as, as the place they're selling? Come on, now. Y'all don't get on. I'm about to call a better business bureau on all y'all. <laughs> back to the story. Hope you can hear me. I hope I'm not too loud. But anyway, back to the story. So, <laughs> so she, uh, she's like, I got to wash this cocaine off my hands. I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, it's true. Right? I think she maybe she sprinkled a little cocaine as in my, um, uh, food plate that she was taking uh, that, that you know, I took to go with me uh, maybe just a tad bit so I think I have been on cocaine unknowingly <laughs> unknowingly but I, I really have been on some cocaine when I tried ecstasy for the first and last time because mm-hmm. I was where I remember my chest was hurting right so I think that's a, like a side effect of trying cocaine if your chest starts beating real fast I don't know and then I was very horny so I'm like I know it's a real side of cocaine so you know that's the thing about ecstasy this new age ecstasy when you try it like you don't know what you're taking so I think I done did every I think I did meth too so I'm a black person y'all should look down on me um don't be like me I done did all the drugs for y'all please don't be like me uh the end (laughs) (laughs) how did you find your comedic drive when did you know that comedy was your making people laugh was your thing so I, I literally had to go through a series of unfortunate events, right? Like I, I, I never really knew what I wanted to be like. So first thing I said was I wanted to be a chef until I realized like it's too much math in this and I was failing math like damn near every year in school. Okay. Like, like, you know what? You have some kids out there who are in second grade reading on a sixth grade reading level. Well, I was in second grade reading on the pre-K level. We tried hooked on fun, but honey, I was hooked on stupid. You know, so so with all that, with all that being said, like I know for a fact, my mom was tired of showing up at the school with the, at these PTA meetings with like a new wig on. Okay, uh, is that shocking, Carlos? That Miss Pump? We still don't know to this day. All right. So so and then on top of that, with Chef White, they they want you to follow the white man's cookbook. The only white person I trust is is uh, Martha Stewart. That woman's not even white. She's black. Okay, so. I trust her cookbook, you know, so with all that being said, with all that being said, next thing I said was I wanted to be a WWE diva wrestler, right, and then I realized, bro, they want you to look like, uh, be 120 pounds, I'm 180 pounds for a reason, okay, God gave me this whole uh, dinner roll and everything for a reason, I'm not, I can't slim down to 120 pounds if I wanted to, okay, I was trying to do that because I caught jungle fever at a young age and wanted to just do that so I could be in the ring with John Cena, um, but then I realized this Negro's like 20-some years old, to me and it wasn't gonna work out you know how white folks be aging like bananas right it wasn't gonna work out um 
Unless you're Justin Timberlake, holla at you, girl. Back to the story. All right, leave Britney Spears alone. Come on now. That relationship was so like 1995. Nobody cares no more. All right, back to the story. Same thing with Alan Iverson. Look, y'all been cheating on each other for the last 30 years. All right, get, give it up. All right, you know you want this. Okay, back to the story. Uh, so with all that being said, um, I wanted to be a basketball player. I'm not even tall. I'm only five six. So I wanted to be a basketball player, and so um, I, I I realized I didn't want to be this uh have this dream no more when i realized we got like too much running in this every time somebody misses layup, we all got to run a mile can you make that person run a mile sir thank you um then i had lastly wanted to be a hairstylist right um no 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 no, no. wait it's something else i want to be after the hairstylist but I'll last i wanted to be a hairstylist until i realized that you uh you know had to stand up on your feet all day and you could catch carpal tunnel so what happens if you try to go home to masturbate you can't, right? And people are like, Kendra, you just use like one of those like little shower rods, heads. Guys, I live in this Section 8 neighborhood. Ain't no, this, you know, take down shower head. It stays where it's at. I even tried laying on my back and allowing like the water to hit from the faucet on this little, you know, fat cat, right? It doesn't work, okay? My back, I didn't feel the enjoyment. I just know that that, that floor, that bathtub floor is just too hard, right? It feels like you're like laying on a jail bed. Don't ask me how I know. But that's all I'm just trying to say about that. Then I really wanted to be like a substitute teacher, but these kids be off the chain. I'll be ready to like jack a student up, but I know I can't do that to a five-year-old, all right? Who got silver caps in his mouth, okay? Because he's going to start capping me. I don't have time for that, okay? All right, so that's how I, I, I just said, let me go be a comedian. I've just been funny my entire life. I, I'm not even trying to be funny, man. I'm just like sitting here talking. Y'all just laughing. I'm like, great. You know, and I always say, man, you should watch out for funny women, okay? Or, or you know, because one day we make you laugh, then boom, our whole bajayjays in your mouth, okay? I mean, it has to. It's worked, but it really hasn't worked. I can't really laugh nobody's draws off, unfortunately, you know. <laughs> Do you have anyone in comedy that you look up to? Um, so my top five favorite comedians, um, I'm going to exclude Pryor, Chappelle, and Kevin Hart, even though Kevin Hart's not funny. I mean, when you wear a dress, you already sold out. Anyway, so um, top five, we're going to go with Arnaz J. Y'all remember him from Death Comedy Jam. The man's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's go with Steve Harvey, Chris Rock, Cedric, and Carlos Miller from the 85 South Show. Let me throw a sixth person in because people are like, what about a woman? I'm like, okay, comedian Miss Pat. She's great. I found her off the breakfast club um and she she literally has just been amazing um and yeah that's about it that's about it okay all right all right dr comedian i see you Mm -hmm. that's it i'm gonna be a rapper's wife you know for (laughs) i mean you know what let me tell you this man even though you know he's a he's an attractive they say he's tall they're like He's the man's like six four. I'm like, ooh, that's what I'm talking about. I got tattoos. He's tall. You know, tap my name on you so I know it's real. Anyway, so look, <laughs> I, even though I would love to actually be, you know, in some type of courtship with him, I mean, let's just be real, okay? He, I don't think he's out of his whole years. And I mean, after a while, you want a man. You want to come. You want a significant other who is out of their whole years. Like that's. Let's just keep it real, okay? So. I mean, I'm going to give this man a benefit of the doubt. I am actually going to to, to the L.A. area um, between May 17th and the 21st, and I, I am manifesting. I'm, I'm God. Listen, God, I'm talking to you now. I'm looking up wherever you, you are. Airport. Listen, God, Jehovah Jireh, you need to <laughs> make this manifestation real, okay? Stop sending this prayer to spam, doggone. You know what time it is. 
ideas in my head like okay he's gonna get in one of my videos we're gonna do a couple videos together i'm talking about videos you ain't gonna put on xxx i could do that but y'all ain't ready for that okay i, I teach in class stuff okay oh anyway specifically how to throw some great neck wait, all right back to wait, the story. wait wait i just had to catch my breath did you just say god stop sending these prayers to spam yes yes <laughs> Yeah, because I, I know I, I, you know, even though I am talking very vulgar, I wouldn't, but I actually you know my mom's an evangelist, so I went to church all my life and stuff like that. And I actually, I present day, I host hood Bible studies on Tuesdays, like at eight or nine o'clock at night, okay. And I, I'm the host, I got three students so far, I'm doing good, right? So, anyway, and one thing I realized is it's like one of my favorite scriptures, among others, is like Mark 11, verse 24, which says whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you're receiving, you shall have it, right? And I'm believing and receiving. And I'm serious when I say this. Like, I'm believing and receiving that it's going to happen. And somebody said, well, Kendra, what's the, like, let's let's keep it real here, okay? You want to meet him, but what is your purpose of meeting him? Because you just, like, are you just so you can get humped on? I'm like, no. I mean, no, I got to see his STD papers, and I got to, like, check his mouth. I got to be, like, in a bubble with him until they come back. And he's not going to want all that. Come on, that's the game. He doesn't care about that. Women will drop their draws, like, as soon as they look at him, okay? And they could be in the car looking at him from 10 miles away. So I, I'm, I'm not that woman. I, I got to get to know you. I got to meet your family and know your social security card number and all that. You need to know your credit card history, you know, all that. You want to know those 16 digits on the front, three digits on the back, the zip code. All right. Just for research purposes. But, you know, like I said, I, I, the main purpose of me meeting him is just like to hang out with him. Okay. That's, that's really about it, you know, and, and then whatever happens, happens. I think it'll be fun. That's the thing about it. It, it will definitely be very fun. And um, I will take a video. People, I've had a couple guys in my DMs say, Kendra, that ain't gonna happen. You ain't ever gonna meet him. I'm like, ha, you just wait. You just wait and watch. I'm gonna record him giving me a hickey. Let y'all know how real it is, okay? Stand <laughs> right here and stir on my neck. Let everybody see it. I think it's a little tattoo. I remember the very first time I got a hickey. Say it again. You go May seventeenth through the twenty-first. May seventeenth through the twenty-first. Okay, I'll manifest that with you. You go meet them. Please do. Please. You know, I got my I got my first like hickey. Like I was like twenty years old. Prior to that, I was a child. Um, yeah, I don't. That was a very like crazy. No, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. So I was like seven years old right and my brother my kid brother's like three and a half years younger than me and you know how as children like kids are always playing with each other on top of each other like holding hands all that type of stuff like I I married my brother when I was like probably five okay it was crazy you know but anyway can't do that now or else you know you guys will be uh in Alabama where it's okay to do all that mess uh back to the story with the white folks no, I just remember, I remember I was laying down and he just always used to, he would always come kiss me, you know, and then he'll go to his bed and stuff like that. But I was laying down this one particular night and I just remember him on my cheek and I didn't open my eyes. I'm like, okay, maybe this is his ritual. And he just kept sucking my cheek and it didn't feel good at all, which was a great thing, right? So it kept sucking my cheek and the next day turned purple. <laughs> it turned purple, y'all. And now my mom's like, mama, what's this? Like your brother gave you a hickey. I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want that to come from my kid, brother, right? So let's just like act like like that wasn't the real first time. Real first time when I consented to it, okay? So um I went to school the next day. Nobody in class said nothing. I mean, I don't think they noticed. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, Kim just got makeup on her face. You know, and it went away a few days later. And then I was like 20. I remember I told some kids, I was like, hey, 
I never uh, never had a hickey before, right? And they were like, what? So, you know, it sounds like, you, you know, when guys realize that you ain't been tampered or touched with, everybody wants to tamper and touch with you. So hit up this, uh, what happened was it was like a co-ed sleepover. And I lied to my mom, like, oh, I'm going to go to my girlfriend's house. It's like, okay. So, when, I mean, I wasn't lying. I was with girls. So, um, <laughs> wasn't their help, but I was with girls. So I just remember, I said, I've never got a hickey before. And I mean, I didn't really consent to this hickey either. Let's, let's take it to the real first time I got consent. But let's go back to the story before I take it to the real first time, right? And so the guy, one of the guys at the party, he just gave it to me on my neck. And then, like, it still didn't really feel good. So um, somebody's like, Kendra, you got a hickey on your neck. I said, you got to go back to your mom tomorrow night. I said, oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. This is not going to be good. I got to go back to my mom. I said, what do I do? But I'd be like, put it, put it like cold spoon on it that cold spoon laughed at me right and so I went back the next day and it was on my right hand side my I walked in my mom was on my left hand side and I said hey mom I was like hey how was that since great when I walked upstairs I took a shower and I went to sleep I did not sleep at all that night I went to sleep for like eight nine hours and I woke up that hickey was still on my neck and my mom still didn't see it. I said, yes, yes. You know, and but some people at work like, Kendra, what you done did? I'm like, you know, it's a wild party, right? You know what? Um, yeah, I I, I, I know. I, I don't know. Now it's like, if you do it, put it somewhere on the back of my neck. Nobody can see it. You know, that, that that's <laughs> it. Like, or on my arm or something like that. People right? still uh, even do hickeys. Well, you gotta realize, man, I, I coming from an evangelistic household, like, I, I ain't never joyride before. I ain't never, like, I kind of got snuck into a house, you know, over over the summer. It was cool. And then, like, it, perfect timing. Everybody left, you know, by a certain time and everything else. I mean, it came in at, at the same time I was exiting out. So it was amazing, right? Um, I, I like hickeys. Like, you guys don't, y'all don't know me very well. You only get, like, 10% of me right now. Or maybe 20, I don't know. But let me tell you something. I'm down with the hickeys. I'm down with, like, like, like whatever i'm with it all y'all i'm an exhibitionist at, at the end of the day so i don't mind like like you know showing whatever and you know especially with, with women we can you know it's our comfortability for us to end up being bucket naked in front of each other and just having a whole conversation you be on one side of the room i'll be on the next i'm like when did it become cool for women just to get sit here and just get whip a boob out because when i look at somebody whipping something i'm thinking it's time to go do something right and they're like kendra where, where are you uh what's what's the look in your face for i'm like you, you got your boobs out there in my face what are you what are you, what are you think it is okay so you know uh, they're like no kendra i don't you know like you like that so why are you naked in front of me man like what is this <laughs> sending me the wrong message okay don't do that don't do that don't be grabbing on my on this fat juicy rump right here and say oh well i'm just playing no you're not you know what time it is okay you know what time it is you're playing with me all right guys sometimes i used to hate like when uh when i was working at um when i was working at walmart um i would have like that that to me is like a whole I don't know what to call it, like a big old orgy store, man. It's like, I'm like, bro, all y'all just like screwing each other. I'm like, come on now. Well, come, come on now. Like, this is some bullcrap. Like, y'all got to see each other next to me. I was another one of those. I used to get freaky in the, um, in the dressing room. You know, it was, it was amazing. Great time. Um, you know, so I used to get excited when I would have a woman say, hey, can you like come help me with my, my shirt? I'm like, of course I'll help you with your shirt. You mosey on in, right? Anyway. <laughs> Good times. So, 
time, I remember there, was, there used to be like a lot of different people who would, I don't know what, what was up with people asking you, you know, for money and we just got paid or people. And you know, what's so crazy is I don't know what's up with adults who don't have a savings account. Cause I'm like, you guys cannot be this bad. Like, why are you asking me for money? Cause this, this is what I do. I, I put you on the corner and make you work for that money. Okay. Or, or my, my whole philosophy was like, okay, well, let's see what that mouth do. And if it's good enough, I'll give you this money. You know, I lot don't worry about that life. So, uh, yeah, it never really happened. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Can you think of a time that you had, like, what was your worst experience um, during a comedic moment? Like, you were trying to be funny. What was your worst? I don't want to say an epic fail because now you can probably just laugh at it. But what was your mm -hmm. worst experience? Um, I think a worst experience. Um, trying to make people. I think I was in sixth grade. I was in sixth grade. And like I said, everybody's always the host funny. And I, I, I'm going to promise you, I don't remember exactly what I said. But I no, I, I remember, I got it off of television. I was trying to emulate something off TV. And I remember um, it was a reading class. And I said something that really should just stayed on television. Something that was just off the wall crazy. I still do not remember what I said, but I remember my teacher just yelling at me in front of the whole class. And everybody got silent. I'm like, let me move on. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat what I hear off television. I'm going to run it by an adult first and see what they say. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to do it. But now I don't think before I speak, so I just say whatever I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> what What's the worst thing someone has ever said to you in opposition of you being funny? The worst thing, um, opposition of me being funny? <laughs> Hmm. I, don't, I mean, people just say, I'm, you know, I've had, you're not funny. I've had, oh, let me read you guys a message that I had saved for one of my followers. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me read it. Cause it, it oh, here it is. <laughs> All right. I only unblocked you to express that. And hopefully you got common sense not to say nothing stupid since you claim you a preacher in quotation marks or hold online church services. Now, Mike, let's, let's do a little backstory. I, I, you know, I, a lot of my followers, 90% of my followers are male and they, um, and the reason they're male is because more men, uh, sadly men will support you faster than a woman will support you and vice versa, you know? And so with that being said, um, I was just, you know, shooting the breeze, having a nice little conversation with him and, um, he, uh, you know, I thought everything was cool. I haven't heard back from him and that was about it. So this is what he says. He says, your intentions is to come off, come up off people. That's why your jokes only be shady AF. Comedy is supposed to be a remedy, dot, dot, dot. Not that stereotypical white shit you call jokes, dot, dot, dot. Where are your jokes about white people and their stereotypes? Question marks. Actually, vulture in your own culture. I respected you at first for asking me questions because I thought you was interested in the music. So you wanted to know the artist, but you just want a new follower and a YouTube subscriber. But you lost me, lost both for me and my respect. Peace sign. Um, wow. How can't, how you, how can't hold church and tell the weird jokes you do? That shit divides the word and message, in quotation marks. I'm a private person. I would have never answered your questions questions or had I known you was just a goofy ass nosy MF. Not cool asking people personal questions when you don't actually care. That's police shit. And I, I'm a street nigga and that's ain't cool. Hope you don't steal your corny ass jokes like you steal people's information. 
<laughs> to know I'm stealing people's information. And all jokes aside, you look like you can meet Lil John's sisters. Okay, 10 A's, <laughs> looking ass. Well, he kept calling me attractive and fine and stuff like that. So I mean, like, all right. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I'm like, last I checked, because I hang out with hood dudes. I didn't know that hood dudes uh, or street dudes, I hang out with the pimps, I hang out with prostitutes, all those types of people, right? I, I hang out with the murderers, everybody. People are like, Kendra, why do you hang out with these people? I'm like, because Jesus hung out with them. Like, come on now. Before they became what they were, they were, you know, innocent people, you know, at some point. They, they all need love, too. And plus, I can always use them in case something goes down. Back to the story. Oh, <laughs> but it's like my thing is I always last I check if it, you know what street or hood dude do you know actually like you know um blocks people and then unblocks them to tell them how they feel I don't what 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 yeah <laughs> I only ask that because I know especially now um in today's climate people have been becoming really sensitive um to everything so, you know, someone always has a problem with everything and it just seems like um, it, it's it's just getting, it's becoming a bigger issue. Like you can't walk anywhere, you can't do anything without offending anyone. Mm -hmm. that, and that's and that my issue, like that's very true because you guys got to realize, man, like, and, and I, I, I know you guys are, are you guys in your 30s or early 40s or so, or are you guys still in your 20s? I'm in my or teens. Okay. All right. So you all grew up during a time where South Park, um, you had South Park, you had the Boondocks, Family was offensive Guy, as hell. Futurama. Yes, all of those things were offensive. That's why I don't understand why so many people now uh, have so many issues. You know what, and 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 that, and like, I, I don't know why. Maybe because of social media, I'm trying to figure it out myself. But I've had, I had said this one joke, and again, y'all can edit this out if y'all want to, or whatever it might be. I said this joke. I'm first time I remember I got canceled. Okay. Mm -hmm. First time I remember I got canceled was I said dating a skinny girl is all fun and games until you hit 90 on the freeway. She flies out the window like a paper napkin. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes one skinny girl. Kendra, this is not funny. Take this joke down. And I said, is today your first day on the internet? <laughs> Everybody is like laughing at me. Everybody is laughing at me. And they are like, oh my gosh, you are freaking hilarious. And her husband decides to join the chat after she said I'm blocked. I'm like, okay. Um, and her husband decides to join the chat. Um, he, he sends me a, a, a DM. He's like, Kendra, like, this is your, you guys were church childhood friends. How could you allow this joke to come in between y'all? And I said, bro, like, first off, how are you trying to argue with a female for a female? Secondly, your wife is mentally ill. And the fact that you have not screwed the mental illness out of her means you have failed your job. You better hope your children don't come out like Chelsea from That's So Raven, um, um, Kel from Kenan and Kel, Waldo. Um, um, Cole from Martin, the list goes on. You better hope your kids don't come out like that, okay? Because, I mean, come on now. I'm surprised you ain't divorced this woman. She's the only girl I know who kept saying, oh, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin, but you had a boyfriend every month. Come on now. <laughs> every, every time you change your underwear, it was a new man. Who are these guys? Oh, oh I, I thought you were a virgin, sis. 
Okay. I don't, y'all must be playing patty cake or something. Um, back to the story. I remember I said, um, I said, <laughs> said a joke about gay people. I said, um, how are you gay and can't dress? What the hell were you doing in the closet the entire time? <laughs> so, so, you know, nobody, nobody canceled me for that. I don't think. And then I said, okay, well, that was a gay joke. I make it, maybe make a transgender joke. I said, transgender women aren't women. Let's call them X-Men. And that joke really did it. Did you? I was about to say. <laughs> you know what? So let me tell you, let me tell you what happened, man. So I, I said that joke at 12 o'clock on a Tuesday, you know, next day is 12. So Tuesday morning, 12 o'clock. So I used to do um, Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Okay. I used to take my Sabbath on Tuesday where I would spend the entire day with the Lord up, up until like 9 PM. Right. And it, the first day I took my Sabbath, I said, Oh man, I, this was, I did it. I was pumped. I, I, I completed the entire day. I stayed off of social media. I completed that entire day. The next week I tried it. I said, man, why am I struggling on hour two? <laughs> the week after that, five minutes or two, and I'm like, bro, this ain't working. And I'm like, mama, like, I'm trying to be like you. It's like, Kendra, this is what you do. Just spend all day continuously with God. You can listen to your trap music and praise the Lord at the same time. Even though she don't like me doing that. I'm like, mama, listen. All right. I listen to Fred Hammond in the morning. And I go listen to two live crew after that. It's a balance, man. <laughs> it's a balance that you gotta do, okay? Balance. And she just she this that's what she just told me. It's like Kendra says, it's gonna be hard staying all day in the word, but what you gotta do is just consistently just have a conversation with God. And that that I, and that really has worked for me versus me literally. I literally am singing hymns all day. <laughs> like it was, I couldn't do it. Like shout out to people who can actually complete a Sabbath, you know, all day long. But honey, I, I try. But look, this is what happened. So. I just remember I was, it was probably like hour four into me doing a Sabbath and this Tuesday and I just happened to check my phone and I see like my Facebook notifications, like they're lighting up. Right. And I'm like, Hmm, okay. Let me just kind of, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm uh, excuse me. I'll be right back. Um, I didn't come back. Uh, so what I did, <laughs> I, what, I, what happened was, um, see my post everyone is going off what are you talking about those are women da, 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 da. they are literally frying my ass like i'm yeah. some, some some bacon man yeah. i went from pink to burnt okay they didn't have you on that skillet and they were going off this is what i don't argue on the internet i'm like bro if you got an issue with it you can pull up okay we can we, we're gonna see if you got some real kahunas okay and 99 percent people don't so they're going off on me people are unfriending me people are literally they were bullying me over that post and i'm like bro like i was i am all for the lgbt elemental community like if y'all have been listening y'all can say kendra probably once was in there maybe she still is in there okay i'm like look depending on the day i I like who i like okay that's the answer to that but i want to marry a man like a sausage actually has a non-detachable sausage not the one that y'all be hanging up in the washer and y'all be cleaning it in your dishwasher okay the one that stays there no matter no matter how old it gets it ain't falling off okay that's what i want all right our bodies are connected for that actually right now i'm craving it but guess what i'm not doing that till i get married or when jc hits me up back to the story so with all this being said oh they are just going off on me and i'm like okay and guess what my comment section went from them arguing about me until people started arguing about each other from what happened in high school. For two weeks straight, everybody was still arguing on my post. You started. They, you started. 
they were arguing on my post and I'm like, this is lovely. You know, this is lovely. Um, we were like, Kendra, take the joke down. I was about to take it down. I'm like, for what? What am I taking it down for? Right. Um, Wow. Yeah, and then I made I made another I made another gay uh, joke. Um, I said y'all need to stop having tr- um, gender reveals if you're gonna allow them to pick whatever gender they want anyway. Um, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then I didn't make this joke, but I made a good point. I said I said children can't drink or drive, but they can determine what sex that they want to be. This is not gonna end well, and y'all know. It. And then somebody's like, "What's your issue with transgenders?" I'm like. That's a valid question, though, yeah. and not a valid point, though. Like it's, a, it to me, it's it, it's it's just wild how America has definitely made a transition to to this. And I didn't think I would ever see the day because there are times me working um, at my job, um, I go in the bathroom. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but I don't want to say, "Are you lost?" Because I don't think I can do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, politically correct. I mean, it's it is a big change. And people are very sensitive. And I, when I hear jokes about it, I'm like, wow, what kind of backlash do you get? I mean, you can see the comments and and, and see how people get irate. Um, but then how does it make you feel? Like, how did you learn to uh, just brush it off? Um, I, I learned that, n- number one, not everybody's going to like, they're, they're not going to like, you know, what you got going on. They're not. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to learn to be okay with not being liked. But I feel like as long as you have more positive reviews than negative reviews, you're good. Right. I mean, I always say, man, it's three things that don't lie. Okay? Because I always have children tell me, you're hilarious and stuff. Three things that don't lie. It's children, a drunk man, and leggings. I trust those three things above <laughs> all. Okay? And so with that being said, with that being said, you, you just have to, I mean, it does, cause I'm still human at the end of the day. Right. You know, I don't, I don't, if, if I got a lot of backlash, you probably want to be talking to me. Cause I'm like, you know what, find something else to do. Okay. Right. I thought about, you know, um, also being a stripper that was on the life goal plan, but then I realized I got two left feet. I would have been the first stripper in history, bringing home pocket change. You would have thought I was working for a nonprofit organization. <laughs> um, so uh, then I really, you know, I can't do that. So, like I said, as far as with backlash, you just have to take it. Not everybody's gonna like what you're doing, but you know what? It's always someone behind the computer with the biggest kahunas to tell you negative things. Like that guy, I don't even know what he looks like. All I know is that he, you know, he was from Atlanta, just like I am, and and that was it. He wanted to do music and stuff like that. Like literally, when I slide into people's DMs, I'm talking to them. It's just literally me genuinely having the conversation with them and talking to them and say hey if you are ever in my city come see me i mean we'll have fun at the wonderful world of walmart not at your hotel sir nice try <laughs> and speaking of come see you how can people find you um you can find me uh the kendra crump show i finally had to change my name it used to be idolized dynasty because dynasty was gonna be my stripper name and at one point i named my vagina dynasty it was gonna be idolized my vagina but you know so anyway that's, that's the backstory of that but no it used to be idolized dynasty until somebody said to me they said kendra you know if you're trying to go bigger with this you need to and this somebody was like last week somebody so i just my name has only been like my new instagram name is six days old five six days old i have a little newborn so he told me this guy was like hey 
if you're trying to go and be serious with this whole comedy thing, your name needs to be the uh, same across the board because unless a person's a true fan or a follower, they have to be able, these newcomers have to locate you um, with the same thing so they can be able to look you up. So um, my Instagram is the Kendra Crump Show. So Kendra with a Y, Crump with a C, C R U M as in Mary P's and Paul and Show. If you don't know how to spell Show, go back to elementary school because apparently <laughs> you, you got failed with the No Child Left Behind, honey. Okay, like like George Bush, you know he wasn't talking about you. He just like whatever. Um, so uh, YouTube is Kendra Crump. Um, Kendra then space Crump. Please subscribe to my channel if you don't have a um youtube i mean hell just just follow me on instagram man follow me on something man don't be trying to holler at me in my dms and you ain't supporting me in something okay i have a problem when i come across people who like a bunch of my uh stuff on instagram but i don't see man one follow like come on now don't be that person that to me is just weird after two likes i'll follow the person i'm just saying maybe after one like i'll follow that person i'm just i'm just saying um and twitter is um Kendra Crump. That's it. Gotcha. So I can't I can't let you go without bringing this up, and it's it, it, it's happened at the right time. Um, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish was nominated and won a Grammy for Best Comedy Album. Uh huh. And she's the first Black woman since Whoopi Goldberg did it. I believe it was said in 1986. So when you said you know getting serious about doing your comedy. How does that make you feel about your success, your future success? It makes me feel like, you know, good that this is, this is it. Like, I'm so excited. I'm proud. And I told, I always told God, I said, God, if you, you know, not if, once you promote me, I promise you that, you know, I will not sell out because I don't want to be famous. I just want to be well known. Like right. you catch me, you like, like what, what's, what's, what city, what state are you guys in? I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wait, Alicia, where'd you say you you were in? Raleigh. Okay, so y'all both in um, North Carolina. Okay, cool. So I mean, y'all y'all might just catch me at at you know at your local CVS, just out and about. Like that's what I need. Like get the ground. Is that you? I'm like who? Remember I interviewed you all, stupid. I've been owe you my like my like five thousand people. Hey, what's up? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna pick you up and put you over my back, and I'm put you down and stuff like that and um yeah that's, I, I just want to be well known where i can just still drive my own car i don't want to be ubered around okay i can drive my own car that's what i want to do i want to be able to um still like you know ca- catch a flight in my own jet i don't want to go through no tsa even if i have prepaid tsa i don't want to do that i want i want to have my own private jet uh, you know because because i don't like having to go through lines and all that type of stuff well so yes it's one day I'm, I'm telling you, man, just, just, y'all be on the lookout for me. Y'all be on the lookout. At least, y'all, I was going to say this about your voice. Like, I like, like, have you thought about doing, like, any cartoon character or something like that? Because you can utilize your voice for something really positive. I like it. She, she can. <laughs> I, I think so, too. Um, I've been told that, but it's not something I've pursued, because, honestly, I prefer a nine-to-five job. Um, but it, it, I mean, in the future, that could change. But yeah, um, I've been told that before. Okay, well, look, I might, I might have to put you on uh, some payroll so you can uh, do something for a little skit. I'll be like, you know, maybe back in the day, and I can use you as the back in the day voice or something like that. You know, hey, that's fine, that's fine. If you don't mind saying some abrasive language or something, I don't know. Whatever. I feel like, you know, Lizzie, I feel like you probably used to beat people up back 
Listen, neighbor, you a changed woman now. <laughs> did you did you did you get into some street fights back in the day, or were you like a good girl? Uh, I think I think people would mostly consider me like across somewhere between Steve Urkel and uh, Chris Rock from Everybody Hates Chris. That mm-hmm. gives me some impression. So no, I was not. I was not the bully. Well, I mean, well, not even a bully. Like, you probably beat up bullies. Like, you never, like, okay. No, I've never been in a fight in my entire life. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Me neither. I used to be afraid because, like, people are like, oh, you know, they would jone you for a month straight. And I'm like, I didn't want to get joned. So somebody said, Kendra, the best way to learn how to fight is just to fight. Like, you ain't going to win everything, every fight. (laughs) My gosh, I grew up in the Bronx. I fought every day. Do you, have you have you ever been jumped before? Yes. Like, have you? Did you ever fight those people one on one who jumped you? Yes, my cousins made me. It, there was no such thing. I had the choice of getting beat up by them or getting beat up again by the people who jumped me. So yes, we. I had it had to be a one on one. Yeah, that there was no if ands or buts about that. So is it is it still on site at this day and age with some women that you come across or have in the past? No, not no more. I think I have um, outgrown that. However, there are times where I, you know, I, I, I'm trying. I'm I still got one foot in the AC and one foot in the BC. So I'm still a little before Christ and a little after Christ. <laughs> so, so I try. <laughs> I try, but. It's, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. I, I was going to say, after a certain age, I mean, like, unless somebody, like, there are times where I feel like you should fight. Like, if somebody is following behind you and, you know, no, pop them, like, you get get a quick backhand. Like, on them. You know, somebody touches one of your children. If somebody attacks you first, oh, yeah. yes. You yeah. know, but if somebody calls you out of your name, like, like at that point, just take it. So what? So what? You, if you know you're not that, then you'll be okay. It's not worth it. And I look back now at all the fighting we used to do as kids. And I mean, it was, it was entertainment. And when you think about it, and my husband and I talk about it and we laugh at all the times we got into fights and I'm like, what the hell were we thinking? (laughs) Why would we want to be beat up? Why do we want to be bruised? Why? But yeah, y'all so lucky. We had no choice. We had to fight. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what I think it also depends on where you were raised at as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, Kendra, I hope to have you on the show again. It was You can. I, I don't be doing nothing. I'll be thinking about I'm not home manager. Just hit me up in a few months. See by as hit me up in like June, July, okay? And see like what happened with me in LA. Cause I was I gonna ask because I wanna come to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a wedding reception because I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I I what people fail to realize is, or what, it took me took me a little while to realize that people would just show up at your wedding just to judge it, you know. And I much rather have a wedding reception, go get married at the courthouse, and we can. It's going. I'm gonna have some edible cakes. I'm just letting you know. So don't eat the cake, all right? Edible everything, you know. It's, I'm gonna really get the party started. And so, um, I'm not about to have no spend no like. Even an outside wedding costs $10,000. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to do a wedding reception. That's it. 
Yeah. But you're definitely invited there, okay? I and then we're, we're gonna, I'm going to turn on the red, because I got a red light, a red lamp in here, and this, I call it the red light district. So once the red lights come on, you can either stay or go. Or go. It's up to you. I'm letting you know now. So if you forget, you're like, wait, where, what, what's, what's going on? <laughs> you're right naked. <laughs> That's how you christen a place, man. That's how you do it. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank yes, you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Keep the conversation going. Join the Facebook group at Between the Talk and Our Heart Place and share your thoughts about this week's episode. And don't forget to look for me on Instagram at Between the Talk and Our Heart Place. Make sure to hit that follow button and tell a friend to tell a friend. Until next time and forever, wishing you peace and blessings.